To the window, to the wall Till the sweat drop down my balls Till all these bitches crawl Skeet, skeet Oh, God, that's horrible. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Sunday night, which means it's another episode of Just BSing. Um, Miss Susie, would you like to start us off with the ad reads? I'd love to. Uh, you can find us on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Spotify, Anchor, anywhere they play podcasts, your mom's house. Um, find us any of these places. Your mom's neighbor's house, all those good places. Not she at home. So what? Hmm? You say? <laughs> leading veteran or LP Veterans Caucus, leading Libertarians Veteran Issues, leading Veterans to Libertarian Solutions. Then you've got the merch. All the merch. Go buy the all merch. The, and you got this one that I'm wearing. My catchphrase. That's hidden. Uh, the Lunatic Libertarian, go check him out. He's on all the same platforms, YouTube, Facebook, the tweeters, all of them. He also is things. a twat. He's also a twatter, like the rest of us. <laughs> then there he is. What up, buddy? He's in a house. Uh, from Thursday night's episode, drink water, bitch. Okay. And, uh, we've also got... Go to the website, nightworldpodcast.com, redemptiontactical.com, and we use Brown Libertarian. That's about it. That's all we got. That's the whole show. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we did that reason we're going home. Um, not really. We are home. We are home. We are, in fact, home. Mm. So, Miss Susie, do you have any news you want to cover? Um, news. Like, popular news or just news with us? Just anything. Um, Dealer's choice. Okay. I'm now regional chair of LPTN Appalachian Region. So that's exciting. I'm very excited to meet all the people in the state and actually get something off the ground here. Um, I'd also like to apologize in advance for my hair. I just got off of a 12-hour shift. Literally mm, walked in the door 20 minutes ago, 25 minutes ago. Does it mean that footage crooked? It's I think it's the couch. Is it the couch? No, it's the couch. It's an optical illusion. Or it's just me. Okay. Um, other news. Uh, I think that's all I got. So. Oh, big month for your pot, like your show, your Thursday show when you have yeah. guests. Um, big month for April. On the 6th, we have Scott Smith. He is an absolute genius. Um, he created the incredible, I think it's a polystyrene derivative foam that basically picks up every oil spill and lots of other natural disaster uh, byproducts. He's been doing this since 06. He's had, um, uh, I think, 60 or so major corporation caused disasters that he has been privately hired to study and report back on and he is working on East Palestine now 
which um, he talked about at length on Tucker Carlson, CNN, several other news outlets. And um, we got him for not a real libertarian. So set your alerts Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Scott Smith will be on with us and we'll go over the reality of what's happening there. It's really bad. It's way worse than what they started to cover, but then quit covering quickly on, on, you know, your normal news outlets. So, um, this will be a really good episode, April 6th. And then we've got some cool guests after that as well. Um, some people starting up on their own media journeys with some killer stories. Um, we've got Mr. Corey coming on the week after that. And then someone from the Appalachian initiative, which is a real estate investor who, um, goes into places that might've fallen off during COVID here in the Appalachian region of the United States and tries to get them back up and running through community service, property investment. Um, I've been talking a long time now, but I'm really excited about our guests that are coming on uh, for the month of April. And I've been very busy um, making that happen. So, yeah. Yeah. Half the time I don't even know who these guests are. She's like, I found someone. So I'm like, who? <laughs> but um, yeah, she's really good at doing this, doing this work. She, uh, she kills it. She'll uh, she'll get people. I even surprise me, and I'm like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? So, uh, yeah, she's uh, she's killing it at the uh, secretary game. Yeah. But, um, Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, we saw our buddy this week. Our YouTube buddy. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, transit transport bandits. Transport bandits. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they came by the shop. I'm not gonna say what shop, but uh, they came by the shop I work at and. Uh, He's just come by, and his tires rotated. The ones I put on a truck for him, and he's been enjoying them. He uh, yeah. he talks about them all the time on this fucking show. It's funny shit, and he gave us a shout out a while back. And uh, he's a nice dude. He's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. He's wild. He's wild as shit. Most truckers are though. Yeah. Yeah. Breed. He just went to Mexico and got all new teeth, and he was telling us all about it. He spent like forty-five <laughs> minutes telling about uh, telling us about his teeth that he just mm-hmm. got in Mexico. Yeah. He said uh, he was trying to change his like. Immigration status or something? Did he? Yes, or something. Uh, yeah, I'm he was, he's doing all kind of goofy yeah. shit. Yeah, go check out uh, Transport Bandits on uh, on the YouTube's. So, oh, it's on my phone. All right, I have my notes for this segment, but we're gonna do it. Anyway. You had hold on. Pause. My notes aren't the same as your notes. Pause. He had notes. I did have notes. He prepared. And I'm very excited. Um, so I'm at work and he's like, and I have some things we were going to talk about, like in the description of the episode, and everything. I'm at work. He's like, I hope we're going to talk about something that's going to blow your mind. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, well, what is it? And he's like, I'm not telling you. And I'm like, so you get to prepare and I don't? And he's like, well, I didn't really prepare. Well, I looked a little into it. I'm like, okay, well, hit me with it. I'm ready. So um, this will be a little bit of a history lesson for some people, and then it'll also be interesting uh, conspiracy theory for others. Um, so in World War II, okay, so up to World War II, there's only been two other nations who have ever captured U.S. land, right? Mm-hmm. It's the British and the French. Mm-hmm. After after the war of uh, after the Revolutionary War, mm-hmm. um, and possibly some, the Mexicans too, but that's all like early American history okay. stuff. Kind of, that's the last time you can think of about taking American land, right? Right. It's not true. 
So there's a very un, a very small battle that most people don't remember because it wasn't talked about a lot because it wasn't a part of like the big you know Pacific campaign or the you know the European campaign with the 101st and all that. So the Japanese actually did capture U.S. land during World War II. And was it Hawaii? No, it was not Hawaii. That wasn't technically U.S. land yet. My bad. It was well, it was a territory, but even then they didn't capture that. So they captured what was called the Aleutian Islands in Alaska. What? So they they took. Um, I'm trying to see. This is why I had notes because I wanted to say the name of the islands correctly, but they captured uh, Atu and Kiaska, which are the remote like remote islands in the long chain that comes off the edge of Alaska. You know what I'm talking about? Where it yeah. kind of curves back up. Yep. So they captured a couple of those islands and actually had plans to invade mainland. So what they were doing is uh, using these islands as staging grounds to keep us out of the Pacific theater and the Russians as well, because they knew that the Russians would come to our aid versus the Japanese. So the campaign that the Japanese had devised and that they were going to, they were this was their battle plan, right? So they captured the islands, go into Alaska, move through Canada because they fully expected to just steamroll through Canada and then roll down Understood. the West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> well, back then the Canadians, even still, like even still the Canadians have super badass warriors, but back then like they were a lot more aggressive. Um, but they, they were planning to move down the West Coast to cut us off completely from the Pacific Ocean. And then their secondary attack would have been through Panama and up through Central and South, through Central America into North America. So they were going to do a they were going to do a two prong lofty attack. goals from our friends no, across the pond. No, so here's the thing: historians and military strategists have said that's the only way you could capture the United States. That's the only way you could beat us in a land war, because you would have to start off the U.S. like off the mainland and then move in. But that 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 would work because guess what? You take out Panama. Now we can't traverse from the eastern hemisphere to the western hemisphere so from the atlantic to the pacific but they have to make it all the way there well it doesn't matter like it was easier for them to take get to and take over panama than for us to move ships from the atlantic to the pacific okay so we'd either have to circumnavigate the entirety of south america if you can make it around or the other direction around the planet okay lunatic says that's the worst plan ever no, so even military strategists say this would be the only way that would work. What's now? Here's where it gets into the conspiracy part of it. I forgot that there was quotes on here. Um, yeah, she does make it happen. Uh, I have to go read. Hi, the, TC. Yeah, it's actually so. It's yeah. So it's the Aleutian Islands campaign. If you look into like their long-term strategy, um, a lot of people say it would have worked because it like you cut okay, off. So- let me recap. About it. I need to think about okay. it. Let me picture it. Okay. So, outer Alaskan islands, work your way up to the mainland, right? Yeah. And then work your way down the west coast. All the way down the west coast, even down and around Mexico, down through Central America, and up back up through the Panama Canal. No, you have two units that are converging. What, where's the other unit starting from? Panama. But they would have to get to Panama first. And Japan was a majorly Navy-heavy empire at the time. Because they were an island. 
they they had taken if you look at the map and what they had taken they it wouldn't have been a far stretch for them to take panama at the time because they already had a bunch of islands chain of islands going up almost to panama like they had a lot of land they captured already so the reason Wait, what going out to pa panama is in central america right so if you look at a map We're, we're doing some research here. So they had taken all of this here. Right. Those islands. Um, and they had taken these islands here, which was like the, the Bikini Atoll Islands here. Mm -hmm. And then all they would have had done is go there. So you think they're, tra they're traversing less than half the planet at that point because they've yeah. got depots all over this area. So they take Panama. Okay. They come up here go move down and both units move together because what they've done is this is after Pearl Harbor. So the entire Pacific fleet is in fucking shambles. So they cut all this off. And the only way the U S can move troops this way is uh, to move them either all the way around here or back this way. And this is already conquered land by the Japanese. Okay. So the, the what, about Cal what about all our Navy in California though? There wasn't any. 90% 90 of the Pacific Fleet, well, there was some, but 90% of the Pacific Fleet was in Pearl Harbor. That's right. Because it was a massive blow, if you remember. So that was their plan. Their plan was to do that and then move through the central United States into Mexico. Interesting. Like, they weren't even focused on the East Coast yet. Interesting. So now here's where it gets wild, right? What trajectory did that balloon like that chinese spy balloon take trajectory like where was it going like what was the path that it took pacific ocean so it came from china floated across started in the the alaskan islands here came up went through thousands of miles of canada and came out like here did it yeah i thought it was more straight across and through cali no no, no we would have heard about it way earlier so Here's the thing is they mm. knew that they could get through Canada. Um, so th that's the path that it took. And it followed the almost exact same path that the Japanese had laid out. Mm. And now here's the crazy thing. Uh, we didn't hear about it originally from the news. We heard it about heard about it from camera footage that people were like getting off their cell phones and uploading to the Internet. Right. And so here's where it gets even weirder, right? The government was covering up the fact that it existed. They had a uh, a stealth plane, uh, like a couple miles above it, that was blocking all transmissions from the balloon, but it was receiving all the data that it was sending. Is out. that a fact? Yeah. So where did the plane go? It just like fucked off when they knew that we saw it. Well, no, this is the U.S. plane that was above the balloon. Oh. It is a DoD plane that knew it was there. They were just basically blocking transmissions and absorbing all the data coming off. So of they it. knew the whole time. They knew the whole time. They knew the route they took ahead of time. Before they even like released it, they already knew what the path was. And so here's where it gets really crazy. What if the reason they're covering that up, like the path, and they were trying to cover all this up so much, is because they know that there's the only vulnerable spot that they have is that corridor Canada from Alaska. Because the Canadians are 
cucks, basically. So they'll get shit on them. All their bit larger installations institutions are on the east side anyway. Yeah, because 90% of uh, or 75% of Canadians live live between the uh, live live below the 49th parallel, mm-hmm. which is the largest land border in the world. But um, yeah, so yeah, so that they know that that's a weak point. So what if that's why they covered it up so much? Because every military historian and military strategist alive says that that plan is the only way that you can do it. Okay. Oh, here's another thing. So that balloon was actually loaded down with C4 and like other kinds of remote uh, detonations. What? The detonators. The reason it didn't go off was because it's blocking the signal. So it was full of explosives to self-detonate. It wasn't to drop anything and right. do damage. It was to right. cover their own ass. But because they were able to jam the signal, it couldn't explode. What? That's wild. But mm. so if China was researching that route, yeah, the same route Japan planned mm-hmm. for World War II. Is there anything that would take away from, like, what if that's just the easiest route, like, to get intel? I mean, I, I yeah. Well, that's the same reason why the Japanese know it's the same. The e- was the easiest way to get into the U.S. Like, what if it wasn't tied exactly to like a war path? It was just like that's the easiest way. Because it is the easiest way. Because even the Japanese and the Chinese know that Canada, that section of Canada, is a so remote that you can slip things in and out. Yeah. And they're not expecting anything. And B, the Canadians are already working with the Chinese anyways. So they know that that route's easy. If anything, the U.S. is covering up their only weakness. And they know that'd be the hardest uh, battle plan to fight. Because they're not going to just drop troops in the U.S. That's not something they're going to do. They're not going to do Red Dawn style invasion because no. they understand what would happen. Right. Yeah. It would be like, like the Geneva Convention would be um, a guidebook for most Americans. Right. Yeah. So. Um, so what now? Like, what, what does that mean? So, no, back up even further. Why did Japan fail? The U.S. and Canadian militaries knew what was going on. Like, they caught wind of it early. Mm-hmm. And they ambushed the Japanese. So what they did was they took a, uh, like, it was almost like a SEAL team before the SEAL teams existed. Okay. Or it might have been, like, the origin of the SEAL some team. sort of special ops, special yeah. forces. And then the Canadians sent their, like, fucking Mounties. Moose, moose with They sent geese. their Mounties? Yeah, they sent, <laughs> they sent, they sent <laughs> geese with maple syrup. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, we know this. That's what I was talking about earlier. They are already working with the Chinese. Yeah, they've got military bases. Say what? Yeah. That many? I knew they had that. I didn't know they had that many. Well, 10,000 what? 100,000. Oh, 100,000. Oh, I, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> Thank you, Christopher. Um, what was I saying? Um, how they lost? Oh, yeah. So these, so this is where the story gets really crazy. So these special units, um, this is research I did a while back, so I could be wrong on some of this. But they climbed up the side of the mountain or the side of the cliff face on one of the islands and just ambushed the Japanese at night. 
they just hopped off these fucking rafts, climbed up this fucking island, and just started slaying fucking Japs. Okay. And then the second island, they just kind of pushed them off of it. So that whole, like, military strategist saying that's the only way it could be done was purely from a geographical standpoint, not from a recognizing we would be able to stop them pretty much immediately standpoint. No, that's... Now, I have to dig into why the strategists are saying this plan works, but there's, like, reports saying that this is the only viable plan to invade the U.S. On land. Well, this, I mean, to invade, you have to put troops on the land, so yeah. Interesting. Okay, fast forward to what China's doing. Mm-hmm. If this is already known, and this has already been done, and it's already failed... This is even way back in the 40s before we have what we have now. Why even? Well, because the Japanese didn't have 100,000 troops that they could put on Canadian land by the U.S. border. Sure they did. The Japanese did not have the, the military size that China does now. I see. Like 100,000 troops on in, in China. So in, that's uh, a key differentiator. Canada being an ally with China and Canada was not an ally with Japan. Japan. We've isolated ourselves by pissing off every country, by shitting everywhere. So now these plans become a lot more viable. Because you look at it, Washington State, Oregon, California. I mean, there's not a whole lot there to defend it. Like most of the, most of the guns in those states have been joint. Okay. Which kind of knows that. So what do you think their approach would be should they choose to invade? Like they can't, I I say they start on land, right? Mm -hmm. Couple buttons pushed and we're over there in (coughs) two shakes of a lamb's tail, just (coughs) droning the shit out of their camps. Like what's, what's the, what's the upside here? Yeah, I think if they're to the point where they're invading, they're going to use their military might totes so they can take down drones, they can take down aircraft, they can take down tanks. But it's not like they're just going to have troops. It's going to be like when we go into another nation, it'll be the, the highest tech equipment that they can afford to send over there. Hmm. Like you, a lot of the stuff that we have, they'll have something similar to their standard and they'll use that. King of Sanity says, my girlfriend wants me to eat healthier, so she stuck veggie straws up her butt. Who is that? I don't know. King of Sanity. So, there you go. Thanks You're... for coming. C-U-M-I-N-G. Um, okay. What do you think? It is wild, though. I mean, you look there at... are, like, the parallels and everything make sense. I'm just wondering. I'm just thinking current day. How does, how do you even start? Like, what are they going to, what does it mean? What is it, what is it all going to translate into? I'm not even saying. I'm purely questioning because I can't even see how this goes further. So I'm not saying that China invades, but they use the same map that the Japanese used 
because they know that that's the weak link. So if they're going to send balloons and spire plants or whatever, that's the same path they're going to use because they know that it works. Okay. Okay. Interesting. That's really interesting. What's really interesting is that the U.S. government knew that was going on and didn't say shit to nobody. Until, like, until the balloon. And you know, they, and then they were like, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. And here's what's really it's crazy. Like everything. Do you know where it really picked up traction? Where? TikTok. So the fact that the balloon existed started, like it really gained traction on TikTok and a lot of people seeing it. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a month or two, what are they trying to ban? TikTok. Whoa, that's crazy. That's crazy, crazy. They can't control the information, so they'll just ban it outright. What is the U.S. gain from not making this public knowledge? Don't know. Or do you think? I think the. the do you think Duopoly is just ready to tap out? They already own us anyway. Like most, like we they have we have so much debt and everything. Like. Is it like that book I talked about on Alan Lemp's show? The yeah. book with like the future yeah. and what it's going to look like in 2030 and China's mostly docile, quiet invasion in the means of buying up real estate, buying up farmland. They just buy you out. They don't. Right. They, they do it legally. Yeah. More of a corporate hostile takeover right. than an invasion. Right. They do it legally. They come in and they buy a lot of property. And then technically they can put whatever they want on that property like whoever wants to live on that property can monitor the property how they want they can be within their their state how they want right they have that kind of information and access access to public records being as being a resident um it's interesting i still don't see the argument like at all that china's going to do anything because it's not sustainable what's not sustainable like an invasion in the U.S. No, of course not. Even if it's like buying a plane, like and they start building military bases, it's not until. And that's the whole point of what I was saying. Eventually, in that novel, the U.S. just kind of like becomes okay with it that we're part China now. Like they they make such a long stand and such a slow progression economical. transgression into like they our economy is theirs pretty much that essentially they just start letting them in to representation in terms of government i'll read this book you should read this book oh i should i I should read a lot of books but i don't (laughs) um so yeah there's that that was the segment i really want to talk about um went uh Went door knocking yesterday, as you know. Oh yeah. Yep. Went door knocking yesterday for, for Rob Burt. And what's he doing? <laughs> Running for mayor. <laughs> Please tell us more. Tell me more about this Robert Burke. It's, it's like uh, from Morristown. It's like those goofy uh, commercials <laughs> in uh, Super Troopers. Would you like to know more? Is and that then, Super Troopers? Yeah. Oh okay. No, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers, yes. that's what it was. Super Troopers is the uh, the other goofy cop show. Um, 
So yeah, Starship Troopers. Would you like to know more? <laughs> so yeah, tell us more. Yeah, he's running for mayor of Morristown. He, uh, we we had a good time. Um, we hit a quite a few houses. Uh, we we were out there a few hours and hit quite a few houses. Got out a couple signs and um, had a good time. Good. Do you think it helped? Yeah. 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 It's. Uh, I wish there was a larger group. There's about seven of us out there. I wish it, the group was larger. Larger, but you know that's how it goes. It's tough. Campaigning's it's tough. tough. Especially small grassroots efforts like this. And it's kind of a bigger deal. He ran for city council before and now he's running for mayor. So he, you know, he barely lost the first time. It was by four votes. Went to court about it and everything. Like he should have won. Um, that didn't pan out, but he didn't tap out. He came right back for a higher up position. And, you know, I, I don't know if I've said this on this show before, but I definitely said it meeting lots of LPTN members. Um, being newer to the state, uh, I've never been in a state to where I say the word libertarian and it's not like liberal. Do you like, what do you, what are you like? It's not question marks. It's, oh, I'm more libertarian than Republican, but we're still such an overwhelmingly red state because there's a, there's an education factor. They just don't know. And not only that, we're, it's, it's getting the word out that there are, Offices, especially in the local level, the city level, Did the county level. TikTok feed that? I don't know. Technical difficulties, I guess. Um, but I think uh, if if libertarianism and disrupting the duopoly works in any state, it's going to be Tennessee. Um, well, I guess it does. Oh well. Oh well. Everyone got to see if your nose, so that was nice. Mm-mm. <laughs> the endoscopy episode. The what? Oh, rhinoscopy episode. I think the other one's for your butt. Dinoscopy? Rhinoscopy. No, you scope up your nose. Yeah, no, what was the first thing you said? Endoscopy. I don't know. Is that when you see up the end? Something like that. We'll see what I do. Um, I don't know. What are you going to do? I was going to look at the other things I'd lined up to talk about. And also, I talked about war, so there you go. Yeah, that was crazy. The kind of the connections there are one, two, three, and undeniable. Yeah. Undeniable. Um, but that's what's discouraging, though. Like in like historically, what happened with Japan? They got to the islands, yeah, but within what? No time. It was over. I don't see anything different in terms of outcome. If China were to try that today, I just don't. But whether it's a hundred thousand or not, I just don't see it going anywhere. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. It's all speculation. It is all speculation. But, um, I don't know. I, just, I don't think any country will try it just for simple fact that we've got more guns and, and common sense and uh, more ammo than, than God. So, yeah. At what level, though, do does that become irrelevant and they start pushing buttons and blowing up whole towns? We've had this discussion already on this show. Did we? Yeah. Oh. Because it becomes like, then there's no point in even doing anything because if you're just going to wipe all of it off the face of the earth, what's, what's the conflict? Oh, right, right, right. Now yeah. I remember. Not yeah. 
if civil war or revolution were to break out, there would be an issue with China coming. Then there would be an issue with China, China coming in. That's I can see that they would they would come in with like aid, like we're here to help the less fortunate, mm-hmm. and then on both the way, sides, we're not leaving. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not, not fucking leaving. leaving. <laughs> Go uh, Wolf of Wall Street on us. Yeah. Um, I can't scroll on this page. Wow. There was other things I wanted to talk about. Like what? It was, we talked about Rob Burke. Yeah. Talked about your conspiracy thing was crazy. Mm-hmm. So that was that right after Pearl Harbor? Yeah. Okay. It was shortly after. So they just had homies hanging out there waiting for that to happen and then they did it. Is there any word on whether they actually had the second group coming in from the other direction? Because if they only went half cocked, then it definitely wouldn't have worked. No, because I think they were using the islands as staging grounds. Like they they had like supplies sent in first, and then they were getting ready to do the invasion. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, fighting a fight on multiple fronts would be the concern. I think we should think about, but they need subjects to be relevant. Hope y'all gain traction in Tennessee. Appreciate it, man. We're gonna work on it. Um. Again, I think it's a major just education curve. We have to have marketing out there. Um, the current party in place has a lot of promise. We've got a lot of new leadership. And everyone seems to have an open mind, willing to collaborate. Just as long as you, you come in, you do the work, talk to people, do stuff in your community. I think that's what's missing or what was missing from my region in particular there wasn't any marketing or branding or like hard literature that was out everywhere. Like we, we do need door hangers. We do. I like, I'm going to put a sign on my truck. Like just simple as that A little magnet plate. Like this is Appalachian region, LBTN, give them a website to go to Um, little things like that. Get people clicking because when I hear just talking to people, I'm more libertarian than Republican. Then what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You know, like it's uh, it's a huge opportunity here in Tennessee. And I think within the next two, three years, we're going to see a, a big difference. So here's the funny thing. So every year I do door knocking, there's always that, those couple of people that you'll, they'll answer the door and they'll say, well, are they, well, what party are they with? And I told them, I said, well, it's a nonpartisan race. They don't, they don't announce right. political parties. She said, and she kind of looked at me and I said, makes you feel better they're not democrat and she's like oh yeah blah, blah, blah. And, so, and she opened the door and she wants to talk now she wants a, a flyer and one for her and one for her daughter and all this i was like i mean it's funny because like that's all she cared about all she I cared was a about democrat, yeah. yeah she didn't give a shit about maybe that'll policies. be my <laughs> go ahead <laughs> that'll be the slogan we're that'll not be democrats. The for the lptn <laughs> we're not democrats, not democrats. <laughs> None of this, all your freedoms all the time. No one understands that concept. Like, what we're dealing with here is, like, a kindergarten-level understanding of the vastness of the political spectrum. That that might not be a bad idea, though. (laughs) Right? Wait, wait, wait. You put, put, we're not Democrats, we're not Republicans, we're Libertarians. And then, that'd be a good bumper sticker. That might be a good bumper sticker. Because then people are like, what the fuck are you guys then? And then just straight to the website. Straight to the website. Or straight to a link 
we're having all the gun legislation Donald Trump wrote during his presidency. <laughs> Just should... troll him. Forget getting him to LP. Maybe that's what we do next week. We do, uh, we, we'll get quotes from different people. Yeah. And we'll say, we'll play Democrat or Republican. <gasps> that's a good one, babe. I've seen it somewhere. Yeah. Like they said, is like it... who said this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that'd be fun for us to do. Let's do it. That's for next week. We're going to have a bunch of quotes related to legislation, politics, shit, just like social concerns, whatever. And we will quiz each other and you guys who said that. Even though you're on your computer, you can just Google it. But Yeah, but still. It'll yeah. be fun for us. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to sit opposing each other next week. Opposing each other? Yeah, like well, I'll sit here, you sit there, and we look at each other because I don't want you to read my answers. Okay. <laughs> but um, there's that. Let's see. Spring break was good. Spring break. We was took good. a little bit of time off because of kids coming in and everything. Took them shooting. Uh, it wasn't the first time for my kids. But it was the first time for my non-biological kid. Uh, I think she was watching earlier, Jenny. Um, this one. Yeah, there she is. Isn't she awesome? She is awesome. This girl does it all. She's in Firefighting Academy. She's in like three sports, crazy good grades, um, but just grew up where guns weren't really a a positive thing. Um, they were around, just not in a positive way. And uh, yay! And um, so she's always had an adversity to them, but um, we took her with us. I said she shouldn't have to shoot anything. She didn't want to. And um, she ended up having a really good time. Learned some basics. Loaded her own 22s quite a few times. Yeah, we taught her how to do everything. We taught her how to load it. Taught her how, taught her how to do this and that. The next thing you know, you look over. She's got a pile of ammo. She's just yep, reloading. She's, just like, uh-huh. she's like, she's looking around like, is everybody ready? <laughs> <laughs> and she did. Fi- she fired a nine. She fired a pistol. Um, that was it. Was good was, for her to was, just to feel it, but she much preferred the 22, like most people do. I wasn't sure if she was going to finish that. She looked a little uneasy halfway yeah. through it. But she did great. I'm really glad we didn't crank the AR out because that would have. Because it's loud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have been a little much. But even Charlie Girl, my six year old, she has a little bolt action, little yeah. rascal savage. She was loading that herself and she got it to eject herself. She learned to pull it hard enough and uh, she had a really good time with that. And Nate did great. He, he loved the MP40 clone. Yeah. Um, I've got like. Gorgeous MP40 clone. Yeah. It looks just like the original, which obviously, because it's clone. Yeah. But um, anyone who's ever shot an MP40 or an MP40 clone knows that it's basically just spray and pray. You're not really aiming. The, the sights on it are so inaccurate. You just fucking fire it away. And it's so much fun because you hit the target and don't. Who gives a shit? You had fun. And he and I both dual wielded. Yes. Um, I had never done that before. He's done it before. Um, but. He's like, we're gonna do some gangsta shit right now. I'm like, okay, and it was it was a lot of fun. Oh, it was really a lot of fun. I thought I had that footage on the computer, but I don't. Um, really good time. I have yet to be able to post a video to TikTok with me holding guns and it not. Which is so weird. Like, I cannot figure out what they are okay with and what they're not okay with. Because like sometimes you can do it and it's fine. Right. Then some people just can't do it. But like sometimes, no, but even with like nudity and things like that, sometimes like girls be like, but pretty much butt ass naked on there. Like they're not showing any super sensitive parts, but like, 
any darker regions. Um, but it's like, it's all out there. Like it's out there. But then like, I'm in a sports bra and my, I only, like I go from like a thousand views to like 20. Yeah. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not famous. Nobody wants to see not famous cleavage. Like, <laughs> that's, I think that's the rule. Cleavage. I think that's the rule. You poor people and your poor people guns. <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you? Um, so for those who've been following on Facebook, uh, a little bit of TikTok too, or not TikTok, but um, Twitter, I finally got the truck running right. Finally figured it out. Um, it's wonderful. Yeah, I've done injectors, I've done everything, but it's finally running right. Um, God, it's been a nightmare. Like it's one of the hardest diagnostics I've ever done in my life. Wasn't a diagnosis. Talk about spray and pray. You were spraying parts all over that truck and praying it worked. Mm-hmm. Hi, Elizabeth. There was no signs as to what was going on. Even the diesel experts we talked to were like, yeah, it's the injectors. Wasn't the injectors. Which was major. That's like major, yeah. major work. Um, but no, he got it working. He did great. And he's like, he doesn't have a ton of diesel experience, so he did really well. Yeah, it's weird. Now I get in and it runs right and I'm like, something's wrong. <laughs> But we're so happy at the same time. Like, it's yeah. smooth. It rides right. And I found this truck I'm going to get. I sold yep. my truck in Florida before I moved up here. Um, found a 1981 K20. It's a Chevy. Big old Chevy. Old man's had it forever. Done all the It runs perfect. All this new stuff on it. Um, interior looks original, but original, but it's like almost mint. and Original? Uh, original. It's got original furniture <laughs> in it. Got new new carpet. Dead on new. It's all original. Um, but yeah, it's a tank. It's black. It's got this like major bumper on the front. Um, what did I say I was gonna run over with it? Something funny. I don't remember what. Anyway, I don't plan on doing much to it at all. Probably gonna put some bigger tires on it. Um, huh? We'll put a lift on it. A lift. Yeah, we'll probably I, put two. I'm short. Them. We'll get you. We'll get you a ladder, like one of those fold-out rope ladders. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Nothing more than like three inches. Three inches a lot. No. No. <laughs> no. So we should go For six, a, inches. <laughs> six inches a lot. For a truck, it's already a big truck with so. some bigger tires, like a three-inch lift. That's it. <laughs> she said average. Three is average. I don't, I don't know. That's twice what I got. But, um. All right. Um. <laughs> um. But yeah, so now we get all that paid off. Then, uh, now I get to put an exhaust on the truck that's not rotted out. He's basically building the whole thing. Yeah. She ain't been loved. Low mileage, though. Relatively, yes. Mm. Um, that, the truck, the kids, Rob, War. Whenever a guy tells me have has an oversized penis, it's less than three. I didn't know less than three existed. Like, how? No one believes you. Um, yeah. Micropenises. 
I told Trisha Butler she had a micro penis at convention. I said, don't be ashamed of your micro penis. She was like, everyone's mad at me because I'm loud and making noise or something. Like she was talking about something. Yeah. And that I, she always does. I go, don't be ashamed of your micro penis. And then she stopped talking and she was laughing. It's very rare that she stops talking. You're welcome. We like her, but. Oh, we love her. It's very rare that she stops talking. I bet you she talks in her sleep. Probably. What's where is she at now? Did she did she leave? I seen a TikTok or something where she had said that the house is being painted, so they're staying in the RV or camper or whatever it is. Okay. But the they they've not left yet or something. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if he had a micro penis. But he definitely had a little dick energy. Yeah. Tiny. Didn't he have mommy issues too? I don't know. All I know about is like if he had not been kicked out of art school. Then this would have happened. No, this would have happened. <laughs> and Harambe would still be alive. Oh. Harambe. Harambe. F in the chat for Harambe. F. <laughs> yeah, let's put let's get F in the chat for F Harambe. Chat. He's been a while. He's been dead a while, but <laughs> F in the chat. There we go. Um, it's just us. Everyone's commenting, but not I think it's fine. It's more of an Alan thing anyway. Uh, oh, that's, yeah, I was on Alan's show. Uh, it hasn't come out yet. They do, like, pre-record, and then they make it nice and pretty. Unlike us, we just full send all the time. Um, but no, it was a lot of fun. We talked about, uh, this crazy legislation coming out with the data privacy and, um. The TikTok fan. The TikTok shit yeah tiktok is the wi-fi right that was the slogan something like that that rob kept saying tiktok is wi-fi tiktok is the wi-fi yeah i don't know what he meant by that was that a like it's a, a joke like the congressman said something, something along yeah, the way yeah that's what it was um there it, he is oh uh, <laughs> we're just talking shit hey. no, we all the praises oh. um if, hey, if y'all don't follow Alan's show, um, him and Rob do a fantastic show called uh, Anti-Politics Podcast. Go check them out. Yeah. Um, they don't do video like we do, but uh, it's a good show. It's a lot of fun. The one I did with them, uh, about halfway through, it completely comes unhinged. It starts off unhinged, and then just we just knock the door clean off the hinges at this point. Yeah. When, when it Because at one point, it goes from like a regular Zoom-style background to like we're all sitting in this auditorium or a boardroom or something like that and it fucked with all of us so we just started talking about that and it just went ballistic and that wasn't on the episode you can't see it but you can kind of hear our responses <laughs> you hear rob go oh shit i broke the whole podcast oh god <laughs> but uh, alan says hey y'all sorry i'm late Happy i thought you were alan all. not i'm late uh, we don't talk about that show <laughs> show it was a great episode. honestly all his episodes they're like a they're a good mix like there's a lot of banter and bullshit in between but then they circle back and like oh speaking of this here's a super important thing happening in our country right now and you're like whoa it's so informative yeah but news our episode thursday will be great if you're watching right now or can tell your friends or send i already made the episode weeks in advance i've had this guy on the books um 
It's going to be really good. I got to see some. Tell your like, mother. Tell your mother it's Thursday night. Tell your mother I said hi. Um, no, I got to see the actual toxicology reports, things that are found in the water. He's saying he's in the community all the time. He travels all the time. He's from Massachusetts, but travels to this area a lot. Um, is traveling to Ohio constantly, weekly, going he's to conferences. Yeah, he's. He's, he's, up in your hood. he's in the trenches right now down there, um, meeting with schools, children, families, um, all these people who collectively. He's meeting up with children? What? You said he's meeting up with children? Yeah. Like in their families. Yeah. Um, but collectively, this community was not happy with what they got from the corporation, from the local government. They're like, Shocker. this ain't it. <clears throat> and that was another phrase from the show. This ain't it. Right, we want to make a T-shirt from the Alan Lump show. Um, so they brought in Scott Smith. He's the go-to guy. And what's what I'm really excited to hear about is how um, he said, having done this 60 times since 2006, there's a playbook that corporations follow, that government follows, that they all they all kind of tackle this and approach this the same way. And this is the first time in his tenure they haven't followed that. They, they did not follow the playbook. Something's really wrong here. People are really getting sick and they stopped talking about it. So he is coming on shows like ours. He's on national news. And yeah, he's on Tucker Carlson. Yeah, Tucker Carlson. Um, he had Tucker usually only gets three minutes. They gave this guy six minutes. That's how important. What well, he's he, saying. Yeah, yeah, it's very important that everyone hears this and hears the messaging. And then hopefully that compels some of us, right, into action, into going there, not just. Not just to go like bitch at the government, most of us and our friends already do that, but um, to go help the families, give them food, give them water, give them like things they can trust, maybe a place to stay if they still need to relocate, like give like just it gives spotlight to something much worse than you are being led on to think it is. Um, it's going to be a really good episode. You think it has to do with the fact that the government knows that? I guess the evidence comes out that it's something that they fucked up or something they've neglected to do. That's why it's being covered up. It has to be horrible. It has to be horrible how they're covering it up. Like why? Like they were, they there must be another chemical on that train that they're not talking about. That oh, there not, were a lot. They're not supposed to have. I looked at yeah. the toxicology reports. There is some shit in yeah. that soil. No, what like, I'm saying like something they manufactured. They had to my manufacture for them that the rest oh, of the world they don't want the rest of the world to know oh, that they had made. Like the 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 traditional action film. Oh no, the train derails. Oh no, thirty trillion gallons of this super illegal substance we just made it just got out. Oh snap! I didn't think of that. Well, I'm sure he'll give us insight to all that. He's he. The one thing he asked for was like none of the none of the actual reports be posted or shown on screen or anything, which is I totally get. But I think we're just gonna give him carte blanche. Let him go ballistic. Yeah, let him go off and. I really hope you guys listen and, and hear what he has to say. Um, Alan Lemp just wants to rub your head. You want to rub my head for him? It's nice. It's freshly shaven. Makes my hand look kind of little. I do have little hands. I got a big head. No, you don't. I have a big head. Oh, Alan, are you, you go. Is that enough, Alan? Are we good? Is that enough? I just shaved my face a little bit today, too. You did. You trimmed your goatee. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to call this anymore. Never look homeless. But yeah, we got Thursday night. Check it out. 
Uh, go to the website. Um, this one. Right there. Um, one thing we're trying to do, too, and we need everybody's help on this, is get people to subscribe over at YouTube. Um, my goal would be to get off of Facebook by the end of the year. I want to completely remove everything that we do from Facebook for the simple fact that it's not great over there. Um, it almost is like it's a Chinese spy app or something. Facebook. Like that. That. Sorry yeah. to interrupt your push yeah. to YouTube, but all of these things are Chinese spy apps. It's not just TikTok. No. It's Instagram, which is also Facebook. It's Snapchat. It's friggin' oh. TikTok, Twitter. Even though Elon owns it, like all your shit's out there. If you have a phone, if they need to know something, they got it. So be spied on while watching us on YouTube. Yeah, we're trying out Facebook because last week we had a big scare where we thought we lost the page. And she was out on the road. I was here and it seemed like everything was falling apart. And I was panicking. The channels are rolling at Facebook and this and that. And after a couple of hours, I finally gave up and said, fuck it. We're going to make a new page. We're going to get it going again. Um, and I was just like, hold on, hold and, on, hold on, hold and, on. And then I posted something. I just tried it. And then it came and it back. Worked. Yeah. Um, it was either a glitch on their end or we won the appeal. I still don't know. But all of a sudden, the lights were back all on. Of, yeah. All yeah. of a sudden, they opened the doors back up. So he would, I mean, I've only been here since I've been only working with you on this since like July. He's been at this for years. And I was like, I was sick to my stomach thinking he lost like over 6,000 followers. <laughs> like yeah. he worked really hard for that. And it's not, I, it sounds really shallow and vapid. Like, oh, my followers, oh, my social media. But he really uses this as like, even though it's sometimes just bullshit and messing around or whatever, it's it really is an avenue to educate people. Like he throws like some of the right hashtags on things sometimes and people learn that, oh, Republicans really aren't to a eh? or oh both sides are against the First Amendment like it's it's things like that whether it's through a meme or through his episodes like it's not just how many likes can we get like we, we really want to push this vastly growing movement of separating from the current establishment and it is trendy and as Ron Paul says freedom is popular and I think it's just getting more popular with stuff like this and Alan show and and like I've always said, Black Robe Regiment and all these guys doing it. Like I've always said, too, this is about having fun. I enjoy doing this. And I've always said, as long as people are tuning in to watch, I'll keep doing it. Um, we just hit 10,000 plays on Woo-hoo! Anchor. Yeah, that's, that's, that's across, yeah, that's all that's across all the major platforms that's a big combined. So, um, all, all the all, all the podcast platforms. So, it doesn't include YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or Twitch, but um, it does include like. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Spotify is our biggest platform right now. Um, it's growing. Yeah. It is growing. But it's a lot of fun. Like, I enjoy doing it. it I, I mean, I get a few minutes here and there each day to find stuff for an episode or um, find some information about the Japanese or some additional information about the Japanese invading the U.S. It was mind-blowing, by the way. It is like, mind-blowing. I, never would have came up with that any sort of connection whatsoever so um i've seen some information about it like i said earlier on tiktok and then i kind of dug into it a little more and i was like holy shit it is real so israel 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 palestine jerusalem bears beat battle (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. <laughs> you know what that means? Big water, bitch. I don't have any near me. <laughs> there was like none in there. There's like a little bit. Drops. But anyways, um, yeah, go find follow us on uh, YouTube. Subscribe over there. Tell your friends to subscribe. Tell your your auntie. Tell your grandmother. Tell your mother. Tell everybody to go subscribe over at YouTube. Hit the notification bell so that way you know when we go live. And next week will be fun. If you want to play along, DM me. And maybe we'll do almost like we do with an Ask Me Anything. If you want to join, you can come on and play. Yeah, we can do, we'll that. do that. Yeah. yeah. We'll, um, we'll do a who said this deal, but it's like Republicans, Democrats. What if, what if I find all the answers and then other people, you and other people play, see who gets more... Right. Oh God! <laughs> Put me on the spot. Or do you want to ask the questions? Um, anytime you're talking more than me, I'm happy. I bet we can find a way to make it work. We'll come back with the actual gameplay design, but that will be the game. We're gonna have quotes from Democrats, Republicans, or famous people, and it'll just be like, "Who said this?" Right? Well, yeah. Because is this a Republican or a Democrat that said, "Take the guns first, due process later." Uh, <laughs> is that a Republican or Democrat? Right, exactly. That'll be perfect. So, um, he wants to start really fans where it's just bootleg and I cuddling, watching The Mandalorian. Well, I'm always there the cuddling, way. watching The Mandalorian. So it'll be how can I have the other side? Three way only fans, but in a different category. <laughs> it's, it's nerd threesome. <laughs> and then occasionally, you guys ask me for snacks. Yeah, we're just all laying there. Alan's on one side, I'm in the middle. Susie's on the other. This got weird. Ten bucks a month. Ten bucks a month. <laughs> and if you pay $20 a month, you'll get the special access, whatever bullshit, and you can actually hear the commentary we give about the episode <laughs> afterwards. We're still cuddling. We'll do a commentary on the episode. It's exclusive. Exclusive. So many feet to show. Oh, so. <laughs> I saw a tweet today and it was like, I'm buying feet stuff all day. DM me. And I'm like, mm. my daughter painted my toes. So you know what that means. Greeting <laughs> good this month. <laughs> no way to ask me for feet pigs. I can't imagine why. <laughs> They look They're like so a, dainty. They look <laughs> and untalon like. They look, yeah, they look like orangutans with shanks at the end of them. <laughs> they, uh, they, they're, they're also an additional weapon that I keep on on me as an EDC. If except for it's just every day, it's not a carry, it's just there. Shank, shank. You can disarm me, but you can't disfoot me. Oh God. <laughs> And, and broadcast. You can disarm me, but you can't disfoot me. He said it again. Anywho. Right. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in. There was a lot more of you this week. Um, it was fun. If Go you ever watch another YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Please, please, YouTube. Oh, how about... Can we do this? Am I going to get in trouble?
Can you give away two shirts? Or do we want to sell them? I mean, we have we got We can give them away. Can we give them away? Yeah. I mean, they're just sitting here. Yeah, we can give them away. Okay, so the first three new subscribers to YouTube, um, I will keep an eye out for that. And I will send you a free t-shirt from our merch shop. How do we become three shirts? Huh? How do we become three shirts? Two. You said three. Three. You said first three subscribers? Yeah, get three shirts. So the first five subscribers will get t-shirts? Oh, sorry. No, first three subscribers will get t-shirts. Okay. Did we have five shirts here? We'll probably have to order them, depending on what size they wear. Subscribe us. Subscribe to us. We'll, You'll get we'll, a t-shirt. We'll either mail it to you or we'll have proud libertarian mail it to you. Either um, one. Perfect. That's it. Um, he says, love you, bootleg. Damn, he left you hanging like that. That's fine. I understand. I told you, no one watches for me. I don't even know why you wanted me to have I mean, I'm Everybody wants to watch you. Mm -hmm. Except for Alan. Alan likes me better. Well, he did say he would hire me if you fired me, so. That's what it is. He's sucking up to me to get you. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, appreciate you turning out tonight. Um, it's about that time. Uh, Miss Susie, where can people find you at? People can find me on Twitter at Mountain Mama 88. Sorry, Mountain Mama 988. And basically, everything he's on, I'm on. I'm his secretary and director and co host now. And um, all the things. Domestic partner. <laughs> Other things. All the things. Um, so yeah, where you find him, I'm around there. Hit me up. If you want to come on the show, if you have questions, if you have suggestions for the show. Um, sir, I just want to come up to him. That's it. Uh, appreciate y'all tuning out. And... Uh... Be free. Have a good night. And uh, we love you both. See you next week. Watch Thursday. Watch Thursday. Oh, hold on. I got to do the song thingy. Where is it at?